Hello. You are about to travel through the sixth dimension. In its fullness exists cinema entertainment that creates many forms, all while maintaining the same purpose, to tell and explore magnificent stories of the burden of existence. This is a dimension of imagination. Your hosts, Adam and Bailey, will do their best to guide you through vast perspectives in cinema that create new dimensions for all to admire. Welcome to AB Cinema. Hello everyone and welcome to AB Cinema. I'm your host Bailey and today is October 31st, Monday, Halloween. With it being the holiday, please let us know what you guys are watching because I'd like to get some suggestions for some new Halloween movies to watch. Anyway, let's kick it off right with the news. Um, Venom 3 got a new director in Kelly Marcel. She has produced Venom 1 and Venom 2 and this will be her directorial debut, which is not something new for the franchise, or the trilogy, I would say, because the second Venom movie was helmed by Andy Serkis, who is famous for his roles as um, Gollum slash as well as King Caesar from Planet of the Apes, the recent trilogy from, from 20th Century Fox. So it's, it's kind of interesting that uh, they're... They're going with somebody that's never directed before, but hopefully some new blood can bring in something great. Uh, she will be writing the movie as well, I believe, and alongside Tom Hardy, which Tom Hardy was the one that wrote Venom 2. He didn't have any, any kind of input as far as script. Well, I don't know if he had any input, but I know that he did not write the script for the first Venom movie. So... If you like Venom 2, hopefully you'll like Venom 3. But if you like Venom 1, you may not like this third one. But we'll see. Let's just wait to see the trailer. Let's give Sony Marvel a chance. But Disney Plus got the streaming rights for future seasons of Doctor Who. This is pretty massive news. So, just to clarify, this is outside of the United Kingdom that they have the streaming rights because BBC has the rights in within the United Kingdom. And so along with this report, Disney is reportedly wanting to create a Hollywood universe about Doctor Who. So a Hollywood-style universe, similar to um, what was done with um, Marvel and Star Wars, which has failed with Star Wars. But I think Disney feels like they have a handle of that one. But... Um, this isn't the first time that Doctor Who has had spinoffs. I believe it's had two spinoffs, one called Torchwood, and the other one I'm not quite sure. I, I don't know much about that one. But let's move on. The Willow Disney Plus sequel series received a new trailer, and that comes out on November 30th. So you'll be able to watch that in time for the Christmas season, and it will be something heartfelt and and loving to just sit around with the family and watch on the weekends or on Wednesdays, whenever it releases. I don't know if that's a Wednesday or a Friday. Who knows with Disney Plus. But then we have Wakanda Forever. This is more of, you know what, I'm going to save this for, no, this is news. Um, Wakanda Forever is only going to have one post credit scene, 
my thoughts on this is or my theory i i have not read any spoilers i actually blocked the black panther words on my twitter feed but my thoughts are that this is going to be more of a touching tribute to chadwick boseman more than anything i've everything that i've heard about this movie is that it's very touching very emotional and very powerful and it deals a lot with grief and at times it doesn't feel like the actors are acting which is can be good news can be bad news but we'll just have to wait and see i'll give you guys my thoughts when i see it next week Moving on, though, the Eternals are actually confirmed to be returning to the MCU. Nate Moore, one of the producers of Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and I would say one of the heads of Marvel as far as having really a high amount of input on, a creative input on these projects. Nate Moore said in his appearance on comicbook.com's Phase Zero podcast, I don't want to spoil anything, but we have not seen the last of those characters. So whether or not they show up in Eternals 2, if Chloe Zhao will come back and direct a second one, I think she has had a lot of heartbreak with that movie, but I, I hope that she does come back because it's a first movie. First movies can always be rough. They introduced a lot of characters, and they did something that hasn't been done before with introducing 10 characters, but they have... They have a backstory now. We can delve into that a little bit more. We have two new characters that they introduced in the credit scene. I'd like to get to know a little bit more about Pip the Troll and Eros, but who knows? We'll just have to wait and see what happens, whether or not they're going to show up in a in an MCU movie or show. It's yet to be announced. But Avatar The Way of the Water trailer is set to premiere on Wednesday, November 2nd, and it's it's going to be premiering alongside probably a new clip with Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and it will be on Good Morning America this Wednesday. So, a little bit of news regarding Avatar 2. This is going to be kind of bad news for some people, but I just want to clear the air with this. It is rumored to be 3 hours and 14 minutes long, which is quite a lengthy film, but... I will say this, in the top 10 box office movies of all time, I believe like over half of them are over 3 hours or very very close to 3 hours. I, I know for a fact that the majority of them are over 2 hours and 30 minutes long. And so that's pretty big news to, to find out that this is going to be 3 hours and 14 minutes long. That's about 30 minutes longer than the original Avatar movie. So, don't drink any soda during this movie, and just eat your popcorn and have a dry mouth. Anyway, let's move on to some other news. Aaron Taylor Johnson joins the cast of The Fall Guy with Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt. This is going to begin filming soon in Australia, and it is based on the 80s show of the same name. I'm not familiar with the show, so I can't give any background on this, but it is a reboot of an older show, kind of like Get Smart, and I believe that they've done one with The Odd Couple as a TV series, and there's been a lot of reboots of older shows, but this is being adapted into a movie. I believe 
I may be wrong, but I think that The Man from UNCLE may be a TV series as well. But there's also Mission Impossible. So this is just following suit with retreading old ground for a newer generation. And in an interview with Justin Long, he revealed that Vince Vaughn has an idea for Dodgeball 2. He didn't really give any details on it, just said that Vince Vaughn has an idea. My thoughts on this are, I, I'm kind of tired of the nostalgic sequels. Like, Zoolander tried to do it a couple years ago. We got, what was the last one that we got? I feel like we had one recently. There was a Father of the Bride reboot for HBO Max. Oh, we're getting the Christmas Story sequel that it doesn't need at all. There's just so much stuff that's being retread, and I feel like there's just a loss of creativity within within Hollywood. Like, I get it for certain things, like the Spider-Man one was really cool, and it benefited the story. But like, movies like Zoolander 2, Bill and Ted 3, Face the Music, it, it's just not necessary. So, and you could even say that it wasn't even necessary for the Spider-Man movie. Could have been a really powerful movie without the two of them. But it would have been really interesting to see how they how they would have done that story without the two Spider-Men. Anyway, that's my thoughts on the nostalgic reboots and sequels that Hollywood has lost all creativity in. Let's move on to the Star Wars universe. In a galaxy far, far away, Damon Lindelof, I reported this news last week to you guys but his movie is reported to be released in december of 2025 it already has a script it already has a director and so honestly i think that casting is going to be officially announced during the next star wars day but i will say that most of the time the casting gets leaked through like the hollywood reporter or variety that breaks it first or jeff snyder because he's been spot on recently with all of the things even though None of the big name reporting websites have have not been crediting him for his reports. I'm sure we'll be getting casting news very soon around this movie. And if we don't get an official casting announcement around Christmas time, I believe that we will for sure get casting announcements early next year. And if we don't get anything at all, then just wait till Star Wars Day, which will be on May 4th. In the, in the UK of 2023. So if you want to fly out to the UK to, to get your tickets to see the sneak peek and casting announcements for whatever Star Wars has nothing planned, then feel free. But that came from... Well, let's move on to another, another Star Wars piece of news. Bespin Bulletin reported that Star Wars The Acolyte started filming in the UK and will be utilizing the stagecraft lo located there. And it stars Amanda Stenberg, and it will feature Lee Jung-jai from Squid Game, Jody Turner-Smith from Queen and Slim, Manny Jacinto or Jacinto from The Good Place, Charlie Barnett from Russian Doll. And this is coming from the showrunner of Russian Doll, and I believe her name is Leslie Headland. And this is going to be a new groundbreaking show for Star Wars because they are leaving the prequel era, they are leaving the sequel era, they are leaving the in-betweenquel era to go into the High Republic. 
This is fresh ground for them. Yes, they have been delving into the books and the comics and the children's books and the, the novels within that era, but this is going to be a show about the rise of the Sith within the... It's the end of the High Republic leading into the New Republic. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how how the Jedi Order are at this period of time and how it's going to transition within into the, the Phantom Menace, what we know as the Phantom Menace. But that wraps up our Star Wars news. Let's move on into over to the Yellow Brick Road. Jeff Goldblum is rumored to be in final talks to play the wizard in the Wicked movie, which... I didn't know this, but apparently the Wicked adaptation is going to be split into two movies. And so it's going to be really interesting to see how that is. I know that like big musicals and on Broadway, they they split them in half for intermission, but it'll be really interesting to see how how they're going to do this because I I feel like an intermission it's 15 minutes or not 15 I they usually are like 30 minutes and so you would be able to come back and see the rest of the show but for this you're you're not getting that opportunity and so it's going to be a quite a long intermission so i'm curious to see how this is going to turn out but jeff goldblum you can't go wrong with him the guy is just goofy and really fun and exciting to see on screen you never know what you're going to get from him but I'd be really curious to see how he does in that role. But that wraps up all of our movie news for today. I want to head over into our rumor mill. I know that we got rid of our rumor mill for a while, but I feel like I've been reporting on it for a while, and I, I feel like I should have a separate section for the rumor mill. So let's just start off. This is mostly Marvel stuff at this point. Vision Quest is said to be in the works for Disney Plus, which is a play on words, and it's very similar to what we got with WandaVision. And it's going to focus on the White Vision, as we saw in WandaVision. The vision that we know and love had disappeared with the facade that Wanda put up, put up around Westview. And so I'm very curious to see how they're going to do this show whether it's going to be a very philosophical show whether it's going to be about the young avengers because it has the the tie the ties to oh my goodness i can't speak tonight the ties to the young avengers are very big and there's i can't remember the title of the comic line but there is a title very similar to vision quest and the young avengers are searching for wanda or for their parents or something something along those lines i i can't remember about it but i remember reading about it around the time wandavision came out because that was one of the rumored spin-offs of wandavision so that's exciting it's exciting news for paul bettany i love his role as vision and i would love to see more of him even if it is a philosophical deep show It'll be really interesting to see him finding out more of who he is. But over in more recent news, or more news that we'll find out in the next couple weeks if it's true, 
There was a rumor that a Doctor Doom post-credit scene was going to be in Black Panther Wakanda Forever. And recently, a lot of big-name scoopers, Hollywood Marvel scoopers, have said that it is no longer in the movie. And Nate Moore, in a recent interview, also said like there was never a plan to have a, a post-credit scene with um, with Doctor Doom and Ryan Coogler even said the same thing that there was never a plan to introduce him. They want they want to see Doctor Doom against Black Panther and Wakanda, but I don't think that we'll be seeing that anytime soon. And honestly, I don't think that we're gonna get a Doctor Doom introduction until Fantastic Four, and that may be bad news for a lot of people because we're gonna be waiting quite some time till we get to see that. But it also reminds me of the time that the Avengers had a post credit scene that was added in between when Avengers was released in the UK and when it was released in America. So I'm very curious to see, and that was the shawarma scene. It was just a funny, a funny scene that they decided to add at the last minute. And it came out after the premiere in other countries and for critics and so they could add a Doctor Doom post credit scene but I would not expect a second post credit scene from this movie I feel like it won't fit the tone of it I feel like they're very set in their ways as to what they want Ryan Coogler he's a visionary and he he just delivers such powerful messages and in his films and I feel like this movie doesn't need a second post credit scene so we'll just have to wait and see i'll let you guys know next week i'll be staying for the whole credit scene or for the first credit scene and hope that there is a second one maybe we'll be surprised but that wraps up our our podcast for today thank you guys for tuning in but you can follow us on social media we are on twitter instagram facebook letterboxd or you can email us at abcinema.pod at gmail.com Make sure you're sharing our episode with your friends and family. We love to be heard by everybody. And if you know anybody who loves news, movie news specifically, or TV news, share it with them. Have a wonderful Halloween, and as always, keep watching movies.